Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I was looking recently at the passage in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 8 through 10, where after Paul tells about how he's been given a thorn in the flesh, he goes on to describe what what happened. He said, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me which makes sense. (laughs) I wouldn't want a thorn in the flesh either. And then I loved verses 9 and 10. I probably spent an hour just looking at these two verses and what the scriptures, what the words themselves meant, because this is a very powerful passage. So I liked the beginning. (laughs) So he's asked the Lord to take it away from him. But he said to me, And, you know, I feel like that gave me such a little affinity with Paul because I use language like that too. Oh yeah. And then the Lord said to me, it's so intimate. You know, we get to ask him things. We get to pray. And then if we listen, he just replies and he maybe doesn't reply in words. He maybe gives a picture or a feeling, but he answers us. (laughs) It says in the scripture, my sheep hear my voice. And so we actually get to cultivate that possibility of hearing what the Lord is saying. And so that's so beautiful. So what is it that the Lord replied to Paul's question or his request to please take away this thorn in the flesh? But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Okay, so what does that mean? So my grace, my uh, the way that I cover you, that's enough. It's, it's uh, be content is another way that you could translate. It's sufficient. It's enough. Um, be content. So it, that's enough for you. What I have to offer you is enough. For my power, my dunamis, my, my explosive breakthrough power is made perfect in weakness. And you know, this word perfect, we think of it, at least I do, as sort of like, what is perfect in beauty? It's like the most magnificent. Well, in this case, this word perfect is more like it's completely fulfilled. Like anything that was lacking has now been, um, it's made it complete. Uh, it's it's 100%. It's uh There's nothing else that's needed. In fact, um, in the book of John, in chapter 19, when um, John is describing the um, death of Jesus, he said that uh, Jesus, knowing that all of these things had been fulfilled, um, said, I thirst. And it's that same word. It's been made perfect. It's finished. It's completed. um, it's, It's done. And so... Um, so his power is made perfect. It's completed. It's filled up to the fullest extent in weakness. And I was like, what is this weakness that Paul is talking about? And I was, I will admit, slightly horrified to read and see that it's also translated malady or infirmity. Like my, my strength, my power is all the way made complete in sickness or infirmity. And I was like, wait a minute, this is really breaking my theology that Jesus would go and heal people. Like, what is this about? And, uh, but I kept looking at it because it's not actually just weakness of the physical body. It's also like a weakness in your soul, that sense of 
I cannot do it. I'm not enough. I don't have what it takes to finish the task. I don't have what it takes to complete this work with excellence. I'm tired. I'm done. Um, I'm feeble. So isn't that interesting? So what I loved about that is that (laughs) it's almost like God was giving a little pun to Paul where he's like, Oh, your body is physically weak. You're, you have a thorn in the flesh, which in this case is literally the word sarks, which is the word flesh in the Greek. Your flesh is weak. Oh, well, my power is made perfect in both physical weakness and in any other kind of weakness. Like this, what is happening in your body is a reflection of what is what happens in the spirit in order for my power to be completely satisfied, to be completely filled up. Isn't that beautiful? Oh my goodness. I just thought that was so, so amazing. And uh, then Paul goes on and he says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And so he's like, okay, well, if that's the case, then I am going to be really excited to talk about this weakness of mine because Christ's power then comes and rests on me. And this word rest, it's only used this one time in the New Testament. And it's a word that would be something like to put a tent on. You know, I think if uh, if it were Hebrew, I suspect it would be the word like he came and tabernacled among us. Like he put a tent on and rested there. I built a little dwelling. (laughs) And so it's with our weakness that Christ comes and he puts his little dwelling on us. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) I just thought that was the best. Oh my goodness, Lord, thank you. And so Lord, in the way that we can feel weak, in the way that we can feel tired and just wiped out and kind of done, Lord, thank you that you in the midst of that say, Oh no, my explosive power, my dynamite power, my dunamis, that's made complete. It's brought to its fullest extension in your weakness. And so when you're weak, then I get to shine forth. And so Lord, I'm asking that you would shine forth in our lives. And I thank you for that, Lord, in your precious name, Jesus. Amen.